Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Ministry of Tabernacle of Praise Church. Well, while you're standing, and I trust that the Lord will bless me not to be before you very long, but I do believe that I have something for somebody. Hallelujah. There was a heaviness that it came into the house of the Lord with, but I praise God that it has, has lifted. And I'd like to think that that heaviness had something to do with somebody here. Hallelujah, or someone watching online, but, but now it's lifted and I just wanna make sure that you knew that and I just trust, amen, that certainly you're feeling, amen, a little bit better as well. But the, the word of the Lord still needs to be preached. And so I solicit your prayers on this morning, amen, as I would do my part in this service. I'd like to direct your attention to the book of St. Mark, the eighth chapter. There's a familiar passage to many of us there. I wanted to go differently, but the Lord has a strange sense of humor that in spite of there being hundreds here, sometimes he chooses to go after one or two. Hallelujah. And I've learned how to be sensitive enough to the voice of the Lord, amen, to try to follow his lead. So the book of St. Mark, chapter 8, uh, we're going to read verses 22 through 26. When you have it, say amen. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eyes, when he had spit in his face and put his hands on him, spit on him and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands on him again and upon his eyes, made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. And he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into town nor tell it to any in the town and the word of the Lord is blessed just before we pray would you just kind of look up we're gonna try to make this a little bit personal and just say Lord do it again heal my blindness Lord touch me again to heal my blindness let's pray precious father we honor you today certainly thank you lord for your loving kindness God, the mercies that you extend to us each and every day you said we get new mercies every day thank you for this day because we are experiencing the mercies of God the the power of God we thank you for the atmosphere of which we now stand oh God we pray now that you would have your way in a very profound manner on this morning God somebody has come here oh God hallelujah and they need to hear a word from you 
And so we ask, Lord, that you would wrestle every fleshly part of me, oh God, away, that you would reside on the inside, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, that you would take full control. Have your way, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And while you're working on me, Lord, I pray that you'd work on this august body in the name of Jesus. Unstop deaf ears so that men and women might hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Oh God, we pray for relief for someone right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray for healing. Hallelujah, both spiritually and naturally. God, we thank you right now, God, because by reason, hallelujah, of the words that you would speak as we go forth. Oh, God, you're going to heal our blindness. God, and because we believe that, we praise you in advance for it. We give you glory and honor now, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for another touch. Thank you for a second touch. Thank you for a third touch. Whatever it takes, oh, God, to relieve the issues, we thank you for it in advance. And we give you praise in Jesus' name. We say thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. To all of the people who have received whatever you have asked of, of the Lord right of way, which, uh, right away, which does not include me, uh, you probably won't need this word today, but to all of the stragglers, to those who are struggling with something right now that you consider to be somewhat of monumental proportion uh, to those who are dealing with an issue that for whatever reason doesn't seem like you can get it to move away from you for those that are wrestling hallelujah with a problem that just seems like it just is a reoccurring thing to those who feel like everything seems to be harder when you are a believer. Maybe this word will be something that you can use. I might confess to you that I am a person that hates pain. I don't like pain. I don't like physical pain. I don't like mental anguish. Can I be transparent? I don't like to go through. I know that this is a going through way. And I go through, but I'm just being honest. I don't like it. I don't like emotional pain. And I hate to be disappointed. And so I go to great lengths to avoid disappointment. I hate rejection. And so rather than ask a question that would lead to rejection, I will avoid asking the question altogether just because I don't want to hear it. And that way I can protect my heart, Sister White. And I have learned over the years that since I can't change people, and make them do what I want them to do. I have learned to adjust my expectation. I'm just at a moment here of transparency being honest with you. So that if I expect less, then it hurts less when you disappoint me. And I have come to this conclusion and I have put these safeguards around myself after having now been pastoring for quite some time. See, in my beginning, in my genesis, in the early stages of Tabernacle of Praise Church, before I became much more seasoned in being able to understand the character of people, I suffered frequently on a regular basis out of disappointment and I found out that it's a liability sometime to have high expectations not just of other people sometimes it's a liability to have a high expectations of yourself and you have to learn that even though you may set 
lofty goals for yourself that when those times come that will disappoint you, you have to factor that in so that you won't quit. See, because when I first started back out in this in 1994, I expected after three years to be a certain place, after five years be in a certain place, and then after seven years when I did an assessment to certainly be at a, a, a much different stage than I was actually at year seven. And I had to learn that when you are in the people business, that sometimes when they won't come up to your expectations, you have to sort of compromise a little bit and lower expectations and adjustments, not your standards, not the standards. Hallelujah. You don't change what God has charged you to do. And you don't change what God has promised you. Because God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should repent. If he promised it, you may have to go through seasons of trial. But if God said it, he'll make it good how do you know that because God is faithful to his word I remember reading in the book of Genesis where he made a promise to a dead man he promised Abraham that his seed would be like the sand of the shore Abraham never saw that but God kept his promise and so I want to tell somebody, God is going to keep his promise to you. Do not dare let the enemy tell you or convince you that you should give up on what God has promised you because God is faithful. And so you have to adjust what you could achieve based on your ability and the commitment level of the people that you actually work with. Now that's a blessing to me now. Because unlike many churches, I am surrounded by, and I'm just, I'm just marvel at the, the, the level of giftedness that surrounded me right now. I almost feel like I'm undeserving. But sometimes God will give you what you need, not necessarily what you think that you should have. Because some, and, and the reason that you have to make these adjustments is because people will promise you all kind of stuff. The advertisement, Brother Jason, is always much more pleasing to the eye and to the ear than the product. I had a guy tell me one time that he'd take a bullet for me. He didn't actually take the bullet. What he took was some members. That's all I got to say about that. You just, just, uh, I'm moving on. Many times you're left in the dilemma because people generally have good intentions and they will promise you all kind of things. And you develop a plan based on what people say they're going to do. And the challenge of this text before we deal with this man's blindness is we need to deal with his expectation. It's hard after you have been disappointed time and time again to believe or to trust that somebody will do what they said that they're going to do. And as a matter of fact, it can be torturous. I'm recalling that the Shunammite woman said to the prophet Elisha, when he tried to prophesy to her because she had been barren that this time next year you're going to have a child. She said, don't play with me. Don't start telling me stuff like that. I've been trying to get pregnant for a long time and I have kind of given up on the idea. She said, don't fool with my emotions. Don't wake up something in me that I have some way, somehow now lowered the expectation of and I don't stir that up anymore. Don't promise me that I'm going to get married now that I have finally made the adjustment to being single. So don't promise me something that's going to possibly awaken in me a fresh pain 
in my life that I thought that I had overcome. And some sighted people, some sighted men that could see Jesus brought the blind man to Jesus. They undoubtedly had heard of the fact that Jesus had healed blind people before. Glory to God, because it would have made no sense at all to bring this man to Jesus if they didn't know something about him already. If they had not witnessed, uh, hallelujah, the power of God uh, evidenced in their lives. And the truth of the matter is many of us have witnessed that's why I believe it's important for us to pray and listen to the testimonies about deliverance in prayer, healing in prayer, blessing in prayer. Because the, the, the more that you hear it, uh, glory to God, the more it convinces you that if he did it over here for Sister Tony, then he'll do it over here. Hallelujah. Glory to God for Sister Burke. And so they bring the man to him. And although the Bible says that Jesus healed blind people, the blind man's friends probably told him that this stranger was, in the, was a stranger in the city who was healing lepers, who was stopping uh, uh, blood disorders. Hallelujah, who had healed a woman with the issue of blood, who was straightening out withered hands and even raising the dead, but he had a specialty. And his specialty was giving sight to the blind. And we love you, glory to God, and we want to see you healed. And so we're going to take you to Jesus. Said we got to travel a little ways to get to him. But we know it's going to be worth it. And so this blind man travels with these sighted men. Now I, I begin to use my imagination. Just stay with me for a minute. Glory to God. You didn't go to sleep during the praise and worship. <laughs> it's hard to travel when you can see. difficult somebody in here has been through this you you knew where the GPS was supposed to take you but you had never been there before and can you imagine how frustrating it is even though you can see glory to God even though you got GPS you're having trouble finding the place that you're supposed to go This man travels to a city blind. And I learned uh, driving my car that driving to a location that's unfamiliar can sometimes seem like it takes forever because I don't know where I'm going. But this blind man travels to a city Okay, to meet a healer that everybody is talking about and bear in mind that the blind man doesn't know he doesn't have a clue as to where he's going. Secondly, he has no way of knowing how once he gets there to Jesus how this is going to work out. He doesn't know how his story is going to end. If this blind man knew for a fact that he, once he got to Jesus, without a doubt, he would be healed, the problem would be totally different. But the challenge oftentimes with us as believers is that we step into many situations that God would have us step into, we step into it blindly. And whatever the situation that we are trusting God for to work out in our lives, there is always a bit of uncertainty as to how it's going to end. 
So, let me just run through a few things that you probably can identify with. You didn't have all the facts when you bought your house. Some of you bought a house blindly. Some of you married a person. Some of you are raising your children blindly. You are. <laughs> Some of you are, are trying on careers that you had never tried on before and you're doing it blindly. You're committed to a certain ministry blindly because you don't know how the story is going to end. Do you take this man, this woman, to be your wedded wife, to be your wedded husband, for better or for worse? And you don't say this to the other person, but you say this to God, how worse? In sickness and in health. Do you mean physical or mental? <laughs> Are you talking about they have a little arthritis or they're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? <laughs> for better or for worse, can you tell me how bad it's going to be so I can set my expectation? For richer or for poorer? Or are you talking about we're going to have to put the electric bill on a payment plan or we're going to be sleeping under the bridge? I'm just, I don't know. And, and another thing that I've come to realize is that I have, and, and I've shared this with a lot of people, that after being saved for more than, how old am I? over 50 years having been married almost 50 years been pastoring almost 28 years I am through wondering I don't wonder anymore if people are suffering from blindness all I want to know is where is the blindness I'm going to get to you in a minute. That, see, see, that sooner or later, you're going to... Um, see, you just meet people and you, you start wondering in what area of life are they blind? Okay, and, and see if... I just want to know if I can make the adjustment to the blindness. And me personally, I just want to know, is your blindness compatible with my blindness? Because we all got it. Okay, just look at the other person and say, I'm blind. <laughs> and that's okay because I know you're blind too. See, to be blind is more than just the inability to see with your eyes. Most of us do not have that particular physical challenge. But every last one of us is dealing with some area of blindness in our lives. And it might surprise you the length that some people go through in order to camouflage, to hide, to shade, to redirect you so that you can't see their blindness. And we try hard to conceal this from each other because I'm not always sure if you would still love me the way that you love me right now if you knew where my blindness was. 
And so there's a great deal of stress that's associated with trying to hide your blindness and camouflage your blindness. And this is why people won't let you get too close to them. Because sooner or later, if you get close enough to somebody, you'll stumble up on their blindness. And they are going to find out you can't see. You don't keep your word. You procrastinate. You are not dependable. You are late for everything. You promise more than you can deliver. I could get more personal than that, but I'm going to stop right there and I'm going to move on because I still want to be your pastor after today. <laughs> but now we're inside and you have to take the sunglasses off. And I'm waving my hand in front of your face and you're not following me and I'm saying, you can't see. <laughs> And so in this text, once Jesus determines that the man can't see, Jesus says absolutely nothing to this man, but leads this blind man. Now the blind man has already been led from wherever he was to Jesus. And once he gets to Jesus, Jesus doesn't talk to him. But the Bible says he takes the blind man by the hand. I mean, all this guy's doing is going with somebody everywhere blind and leads him. That's what the scripture said. Leads him out of the city. Leads him back out of town. And allow me to use my imagination here and tell you that the response of the blind man to Jesus was, hold up. I'm using my imagination. Hold up. Look, I've been traveling for two days to get here to the city to see you. And when I finally get a chance, to, I mean, to meet you, not see you, because I can't. I want to see you. But I've traveled two days to get here, and then you want to lead me out of the city? You're not going to say anything to me. And now I've heard how you have touched others. Okay, how you've healed others. I just want you to stop right here and just zap me. Just do it right now. Come on. Does that sound like anybody that you know? Jesus, I just want you to come and zap me right now. I want you to zap me and make me more faithful. Zap me and make me more stable. Zap me and make me more committed. Zap me and deliver me from all of this stuff. Zap me. Take the lion demon out of my tongue. Everybody, hold your hands up. See how quick, you think that I'm going to zap you. I am not going to zap you. That's what church people want all the time. Church people just want to be zapped. Zap me so I don't have any more issues. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Jesus leads this blind man out of the city and then he still hasn't said anything to him. But he leads the blind man out of the city. Can I use your phone? <laughs> and he, the first contact that they have is Jesus spitting in his face. Now to all the church people, we know that this is where the story would end. Thank you.
I can hear it now, Dick. I don't care who you are. You're not going to spit in my face. <laughs> it, it made me think, I had a flashback back to 40, 62 years ago. 61 years ago. See, and, and if you spit on me right now, I think that I have developed to the point to where there wouldn't be an adverse reaction. I'm not sure. Since I've been saved, I don't recall anybody ever spitting in my face. But the last person that did spit in my face Today, I probably would pray for you. I sure hope that I would pray for you if you spat in my face. But the last person that spat in my face, I think I was eight years old, nine years old, and I tried to fix it so that they would never spit again. Anyway, let's get off of that. Jesus leads this guy out of town and spits in his face, lays hands on him, and then finally he asks, how you see now? And there are people who have been instantly healed from cancer. People who have received miraculous healings. Instantly delivered from awful habits but what do you do when change doesn't come quickly would you touch that same person that I tried to get you to touch to er, touch earlier and uh, lay your hands on them and say I'm going to pray a faith filled prayer for you It is the same scripture that has been spoken time and time again. And I realized the last time that you had oil put on you, it didn't quite do the trick. But I'm praying for you. Because sometimes we just need the Lord to touch us again. What do you do when change doesn't come quickly? And before I say anything about the, the remedy, what some of you hope will be a quick fix, just let me first say that one of the things that I have learned to be thankful for, because I am still suffering with some of the residue, I'll be honest, of losing my child, but I want to let you know that I am not now where I used to be. And the first thing that I want to thank God for is I want to thank God for progress. Jesus asked the man after he had spat in his face and laid hands on him, how do you see? And he says, I can't see clearly. Because men are looking like trees walking. In other words, he was saying, uh, I might not be altogether well, but I'm better. Is there anybody in here that can raise their hand and praise God and say I'm better? I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I once was. Uh, uh, God hasn't finished the work yet, but I'm better. I just want to find out if there is any people in here that could actually praise God and be happy for being better. You're still praying to complete the work, but you're praising God, uh, hallelujah, because you're better. 
praise God that I'm not all the way there, but I'm not still in the swamp. I praise him and I shout like I'm there, even though I'm not there, because he said that he that has begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I may run with a little limp. Uh, glory to God, but I'm going to keep on running uh, until I can run without one. Hallelujah. And if you see me dancing uh, and if you see me shouting, uh, I'm not shouting because I'm well. Uh, I'm shouting because I'm better. All the better people touch somebody and tell them I may not see everything, but I see something. At one point I was totally blind, but, but I can see something now. I may not have it all together, hallelujah, but I'm better than I used to be. I'm not tripping the same way I used to trip. I'm thanking God because now I can see some light. I can see some images. I can now make out forms and shapes. I wish somebody that was better would speak to the folk. Glory to God, hallelujah, that, that are already well and say I'm headed your way. I'm praising God because I'm better. I'm praising God because I have, a, hallelujah, a reasonable portion of health and strength. I'm praising God and shouting because I'm better. I'm shouting because I didn't kill anybody. I'm shouting because I didn't commit suicide. I'm shouting because I didn't OD on drugs. I'm shouting because I didn't lose my mind. Hallelujah. I didn't backslide and go into sin. I didn't start doing again what God had delivered me out of. But all the better people, hallelujah, give God a praise right here. All of the better people. And so I'm still calling those things that aren't until they are what I call them. Hallelujah. I'm still using faith-filled words. Hallelujah. I'm still going after it. I'm not asking God to cover up for me. I'm just asking him to cover me while I get better. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I'm not trying to fake it until I make it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm just being thankful at the stage that I'm in. I'm not going to act like I'm delivered if I'm not delivered. Hallelujah. I'm going to keep coming to the altar. I'm not going to act like I'm well when I'm sick. Glory to God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm not going to act like I'm delivered when I'm not delivered. It's not finished. And so I'm not going to act like it's finished. Touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I don't have to cover up for God. I just have to keep coming to God. I just have to stay in his face. If this blind man had tried to cover up for God, my God, he would never have gotten delivered. And so sometimes we just have to keep coming before the Lord. Hallelujah, we have to believe, especially as we're making progress, as we're getting better. Hallelujah, if he brought me this far, then he's going to take me all the way. Because God doesn't leave stuff undone. He doesn't leave you half-baked. He doesn't leave it unfinished. So if I'm not there yet, I'm just not there yet, but I'm coming. Because every day he's giving me new mercies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm glad that the blind man wasn't like some of us. If he had touched us, we would have lied and said, oh, I can see everything. Jesus. 
shouting, speaking in tongues in the church and then crying all the way home because you know it's not done. And see, and so it becomes important for us to be honest with himself. I'm almost finished. Glory to God. When, when we are dishonest, then we hinder the process. We delay being healed. This is consolation to me from the Apostle Paul when he wrote, glory to God, in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. He says, I count not myself as to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, I'm forgetting those things which are behind me. And I'm reaching forth to those things which are before. Hallelujah. I thank God that I'm not in yesterday. Hallelujah. But I'm reaching forth to tomorrow. Because I believe that my tomorrow is going to be better than my yesterday. This one thing I do, I press. Every morning I get up and I press. Every morning I tell myself that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And I just have to tell God. Hallelujah, I don't feel exactly like I want to feel. But I'm going to keep coming every day until, hallelujah, glory to God, I don't have to wear this wristband no more. I'm not completely healed, but I'm better. I'm not totally delivered and set free. I'm better. I can't see everything clearly. But I'm going to keep pressing until I do. Hallelujah. 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 I don't know who this is for. I don't know who I'm talking to. Uh, glory to God. But God wanted me to let you know that he's not going to leave you where you are. He didn't bring you this far to leave you hanging. He didn't deliver you from all of the stuff that he delivered you from uh, just to get you to a place in limbo. But God is going to finish what he started. You just need another touch. Would you stand all over the building? I want to pray this morning. I don't know who the message was for. I don't know exactly where you are. Hallelujah. But if the Lord was talking to you, I want you to come. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I can't, I, I'm not going to be there physically myself, so you need to stand in my place. Hallelujah. If you touch him, I'll touch him. folk that are coming up for prayer I want you to stand right here so you can make room for those that just form a line as much as you can back there if you may have to do it two by two thank you Lord Jesus thank you Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, so many. Thank you, Jesus. The one thing that I want each and every one of you to know is that God is able. Because you're here is a clear indication God is able. And so I am going to pray this prayer and then I am going to lay hands on you. The one thing that I'm not going to do, I'm not going to spit on you. The Lord didn't spit on the guy the second time. And with all of you in this line, by the time I finish spitting on all of you, I have cotton mouth. I'm sorry.
with bowed heads. Gracious Father, we come thanking you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity. Lord, we, we praise you, oh God, just for the transparency that, that we see by reason of all these, oh God, that are on this altar, that have come up before you. God, I stand in proxy for you. And I ask, Lord, that you would certainly God, show yourself strong in this moment. Without anyone having to divulge whatever their area of issue or blindness is, God, we thank you that you have the power to heal. Even sometimes through a second touch. We thank you for it right now. In the name of Jesus. God, we take authority. Hallelujah. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, you said in your word, those. Hallelujah. That believe. You'll give power. And God, we believe. I believe, Lord. I believe in the supernatural miracle working power of the Holy Ghost. God, you've done it before. You have a reputation of healing. Your name is healing. You're Jehovah Rapha. And so we pray now, Lord, over each and every one of these that stand in your presence. God, they've come with expectation. They come because they know that you won't disappoint. It is your pleasure, your good pleasure. Hallelujah, oh God, to be good to your people, to respond to their, their requests, God, in the name of Jesus. Your word, oh God, you said to quote it back to you. You said above all, I would that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. And so we pray for spiritual prosperity. We pray for God for, for natural prosperity. We pray for prosperity in health right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Our prayer today, God, is that you would complete your work. In the name of Jesus, that these that stand in your precious presence, God, Oh, God will receive whatever it is that they need from you. Receive it by faith. I'm going away, giving you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Do it for your glory, God. Do it for your glory. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Have your way, God. Have your way. Remove every hindrance. In the name of Jesus. My God, today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Do it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Breathe on your precious people. Hallelujah. Make a way out of no way. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Touch right now, God. In the name of Jesus. We pray for your healing virtue. My God today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Do it for your glory, God. Do it for your glory. Do it for a testimony. Do it for a testimony, God. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Do it, Lord. Do it, Jesus. Yes, God. Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lift the burden, God. Lift the burden right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Lift it, Jesus. Yes, God. Do it for your glory. We praise you in advance for it. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Do it, Lord. Do it, Jesus. Yes, 
God. God, you're able. God, you're able. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way, Lord. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Do it for your glory, God. Do it for your glory. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You said in Isaiah 53, that the stripes we're healed. Hallelujah. Do it for your glory, God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I speak peace. I speak peace. God said, cast all of your cares on me. Don't hold back on any. Cast them all on me. In the name of Jesus. Do it for your glory, God. Do it for your glory. Yes, Lord. Do it, God. I believe. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Satan, I come against you. I cast you out of the entire house. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Be gone. We take authority over you right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. Lord, I thank you. Bless your name, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty Lord. Mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. God bless these babies. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord.
still today. I am seats just for a moment, but I want to take this opportunity to open up the doors of Tabernacle of Praise Church. If you are saved, you're looking for a church home, amen, and you believe that this is the, the right place for you, this is the family that you want to be joined with, glory to God. We're... Thank you for listening today. 
If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit. 